Thank you for joining us once again here at First Love Ministries with the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois. Reverend Warren titled his sermon today, Looking for the Helpers. Our liturgist today is Pat Kelly. The Time with Children is led by Anita Donahoe Ott. Our special music, performed by the Chancel Choir, is titled this is my father's world. Our scripture reading is taken from Psalm 23. Our gospel reading is John 10, 1 through 10. Our first hymn, number 410, is God is calling through the whisper. Our second hymn, number 187, is titled, Savior like a shepherd, lead us. And our last hymn, number 591, is titled, Allelu, Allelu, Alleluia. God bless to all of you and your loved ones and families and friends. We pray you have a peaceful and rejoiceful upcoming week. The scripture reading is from Psalm 23. Let us listen to the word of God. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the right paths for name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. This is the word of the Lord.
gospel lesson comes to us from John chapter 10, beginning with the first verse. Let us listen to the word of God. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits. The sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Until I was a teenager, we'd visit family in upper state New York every summer, every winter. As a suburban 10, 11, 12-year-old, I remember thinking my grandparents lived in the middle of nowhere. I just thought that the Adirondack Mountains were so boring. No McDonald's within an hour. No cable TV. Two or three stations, maybe, depending on the rabbit ear adjustment. I remember summer vacation there wasn't for sleeping in. Instead, my grandfather would put me to work. Now, after long years as a pastor, Gramps moved within 10 miles of his family home. His whole career, he lived in many of the big cities in New York. But upon retirement, he bought a house with 60 acres in the mountains. His brother and nephews helped him build a barn, cleared trees to create a pasture, And wouldn't you know it, this pastor in retirement became a literal shepherd. They kept sheep and chickens, and it was my job to check the coop for eggs. Of course, all I remember as a kid was the gross smell of the barn. And that smell alone kept me far from those sheep. In fact, there was sheep poop everywhere. I didn't have the right shoes, so I'd slip on my grandpa's old rubbers to protect my shoes. I'd find those eggs as quickly as possible and get out of there. It was only worth it because every morning I'd cook a fried egg sandwich. Of course, I was useless when Gramps presented me with the poop shovel. 
He called me a city slicker, and I was fine with that title as long as I didn't have to clean the barn. Overall, I remember it was a lot of work. I didn't know my grandfather as a pastor of a church, but he loved keeping sheep. Kept him busy all day long. He would wake in the morning, open that barn, feed the sheep. He had two separate pastures, separated by fence. I remember around dinner time, the way he'd get them back in the barn was to bring the food. As they were in the barn, he'd close that door to keep them safe. He was only there during school breaks like winter and summer, but every day and season he was busy with those sheep. They each had a routine, a schedule. It was part of how he lived his retirement. Now this week, after hearing the difficult news that 16-year-old Rachel Beely died, I think many of us attempted to attend a prayer service this week. I did. But I arrived way too late. There wasn't any parking. A line formed all the way out the door. Hundreds in our community gathered. It's all we could do. And even then, it didn't feel like... Enough. The, the next morning, I attended the service at Our Savior, the priest, Rachel's family, her route classmates, teachers, the church, and so many in our community gathered. Any time a young person dies, it's hard. It's easy to question, to to wonder, to hurt. And like these sheep, it's easy to stray. Scripture about Jesus as a shepherd is comforting, helpful. We hear Psalm 23 and we hear those words. Even though I walk the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thy rod, your strength, is our comfort. Jesus tells a parable about the shepherd and the gate. He calls his own sheep by name, he leads them out, the sheep follow him because they know his voice. One pastor says this passage makes them think of children when they run up to their mother's legs. You've probably had this happen. You know that moment when they accidentally on occasion grab the wrong person's legs and realize immediately that it's not their mother or father. And usually it takes but a moment for them to know that it's not their parent. And the individual who's not their parent usually laughs, but also we all know that the child wants no one else other than that parent. Children know who their mother and father are. The question we have is how will we know who Jesus is? 
When Jesus arrives, we will cling to him. We will recognize his voice. The gateway will be without question. When it opens, it will be clear. There will be no question. And like a sheep who knows its shepherd, like coming home, that's how it will be clear. In times of difficulty, when we feel like a lost sheep or a child who can't find their parents in a crowd, it can be hard to stop and listen for the shepherd's voice. I don't know about you, but I want to listen. I want to follow the good shepherd. When things get too hard, when we get too lost, it's the time we lean on those around us. God made us to be in community. He call us a herd. When it's cold, we huddle together to keep warm. When we're not sure where to turn, we look to each other to find helpers. Our help always comes from the Good Shepherd. Sometimes it also comes from those around us acting in his name. One pastor says, to recognize someone means we need to be close to them. We must spend time with them, get to know them, discover what distinguishes them from anyone else. And in doing this, we learn their voices and can perceive what they're saying to us. Who are we spending time with? What are we hearing? Are we practicing listening to the good shepherd of our souls? I firmly believe that Jesus is the Good Shepherd. Jesus was and is and will always be with us. Jesus was and is and will always be with Rachel. With any child who dies. It's a comfort because even when we aren't children, lost between the two long legs, two tall legs of adults, the world can be a bewildering and confusing place. Sometimes we feel so lost in this world that we don't know where to turn. Sometimes we're like these metaphorical sheep following the herd because it's so hard to figure out what's the right thing to do. It's in these moments that we can be sure of who will lead us This is when we hear Jesus' voice and know him. Now, as a pastor myself, many years later, I wonder if eventually I would follow in my grandfather's footsteps, retiring from the pastorate and becoming a literal shepherd. I think in reality, I'm too much still, too much of a city slicker. I don't think I could hack it. But I could imagine the life the beauty of caring for sheep and animals, seasons, the routine. I hear that of many of you. Mr. Rogers, quoting his mother, famously told people to look for the helpers when trouble comes. As people of faith, we look for the helpers and we call them shepherds, those who follow the good shepherd himself. 
And the Good Shepherd holds us in His care and inspires us to be shepherds for others who are lost, in need, or in danger. Look for the shepherds. They are still with us, tending the sheep. Especially when heartache and tragedy hits, it's when this is the most important thing. So if I can't be a literal shepherd, I can still help. I can still be a helper. At different times of our lives, all of us can be helpers. And even at other times, we can look for the helpers. And when we have that, we will have life and abundance. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you found this podcast inspirational and would like to support the First Love Ministry programs at First Presbyterian Church, please send any contributions to First Presbyterian Church at 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois. Our zip code is 62650. Our phone is 217-245-4189. You can contact our secretary there between the hours of 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. Our email is office at firstpresjacks.org. That's office at F-I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S J-A-X dot O-R-G Masks are now optional anywhere in the church. Our in-person church services start at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Access to our online church service starts at 9.55 a.m. You can listen to these live services on our Facebook page which is www.facebook.com slash first F-I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S-Jacks. You can join our Facebook group called First Presbyterians with a Purpose. We have a choir that meets from 7 to 8 p.m. every Thursday night, and we welcome all who are willing to sing. We look forward to hearing from you, either by email, mail, or phone. God bless, and may you have a peaceful and safe year.